Welcome to the Equip Podcast. Here you'll find conversations from people of all different walks of life, sharing their experiences, the things the Lord has taught them, and things to equip you. Equip is based on Ephesians 4, 11 through 13, that talks about equipping God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. That is our goal here, to build you up and equip you through seasons of ups and downs in life. Welcome back to the Equip Podcast. Taylor wasn't able to be here today, so I'm your host for today, Debbie Stewart, and I'm joined by Mary Margaret West. Mary Margaret was our Cultivate speaker this year, and I can't wait for y'all to hear her on this podcast and for her to share her heart with us. If you miss Cultivate messages, you can go back and listen to them on our website. We will send the link to that in our show notes as well. So Mary Margaret, welcome. It was a delight to reconnect with you. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Uh, Listen, Mary Margaret and I have been friends for a number of years now. We connected back in uh, LifeWay days. Mm -hmm. We served on a, um, I guess, like a national leadership team for LifeWay. And that's really where I fell in love with you. Mary Margaret has always been a fan favorite. (laughs) You know, when all the speakers come out, they're like, give us Mary Margaret. We just love her. Because I think of just your realness Mm. and your transparency. Uh, You shared some of your struggles on, hey, this is what I don't understand about God's Word. Here's what I don't really like about what God is. This is what I'm trying to figure out. Mm -hmm. You know, I've questioned this. And Women really resonated with, you know, it's a, sometimes it can be a struggle. So I know of your passion for God's Word, mm-hmm. how God has changed your life, how God has propelled you forward, even in uncertain days, past that maybe you never thought you would be on, things you'd be doing. Your new mom now, how yes. old is Sam? He is 15 months. Oh, my word, he I is know, adorable. He's such a cutie. So tell us a little bit about where your love for God's Word, was there a turning point in your life or a defining moment at some point that got you on this track? For me, when I really think back on it, um, I came, I became a believer when I was seven years old, but I think in high school was when so many things began to click for me. And it was so much more about not just Jesus being my Savior, but truly being the Lord of my life and allowing Him to do that. And um, one of my friends in high school, one of my best friends, attempted suicide. And it uh-huh. just, that experience of walking with her through that, and she's doing well now, I saw her recently, mm-hmm. um, is just, it it was such a turning point for me in my dependence on the Lord and dependence on His Word because I looked around and I was like, there is nothing else that is as steady as as God is. There is nothing else that I can depend on. Like I I can depend on Him and His Word. And when I had, it felt like everything else was so temporary. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. um, and I really had to lean in and just say, Lord, this is you and me. And it it forever changed the trajectory of so many things for me, where I went to college, how I went about just kind of opening my hands and saying yes to Him. But it Mm. just birthed such a love for His Word because I, I finally realized, I'm like, that's how I get to know him. That's right. how I experience him is by knowing and loving his word. Right. Uh, and the same for me as well. I was uh, telling a scripture to someone the other day, and they said, how do you just know all these scriptures? Listen, for me, it became a do or die situation. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't set out to just learn scriptures and memorize God's word. I set out in a serious tragedy in my life, and I'm like, I have to figure out God's word. I'm going to need some answers here. Yes. I need some sort of direction because I was sliding off a cliff. You know, mm-hmm. my, my son was incarcerated for about 10 and a half years, and we lost a baby granddaughter. And my husband was on a heart transplant for a number of years. And it was out of my sheer dependence, my desire for I have to figure out what God is doing or some sort of understanding of how he works. Mm-hmm. What does he say? Is this real? And how do I get in line? Mm-hmm. Because I felt like for a while I was in the long I was in the wrong lane. I felt like my emotions and my feelings were driving me to a dark place, mm-hmm. to 
to a downhill spiral. And I'm like, I have got to get out of this lane and let God's word drive me forward. Absolutely. And that's when it really became real to me. Like, it's a real thing. He talks to Mm -hmm. us in his word. And I think a lot of people have advice. Oh, you can hear God this way or God talks this way. Really, he talks to those who talk to him Mm -hmm. and it's through his word. Truly. So in Cultivate this weekend, we talked a lot about bringing God's word into our life and Mm -hmm. growing spiritually. Is there a, is there a way, is there a system, is there a thing, a technique that you do uh, just to cultivate God's word into your life? The the thing that I have realized as an adult that has been most important to me is to have a plan. That's because good. I if I don't have a plan, it is just it might as well. Yeah. And all, with a toddler, especially, yes, you're going to need a plan. There has to be a plan, and I've had to give myself some grace because I think there are, there are mornings when it's just not the first thing that happens, even though that's mm-hmm. what I want. Yes, and um, but I'm like, okay, but today. Lord, I'm going to carve out time either during nap time, before I go to bed tonight, wherever I can. And I think, I remember I was really struggling a number of years ago with going, I knew it was something I needed to do. It was something I wanted to do, but it felt like a checklist thing to me. And I was trying to work myself out of that. But I think I was trying so hard to to think it like I was mm-hmm. overthinking the yeah, whole thing. Good. And my brother, who is wise and I love so much, he looked at me, he goes, Mary Margaret, just because like you fail one day doesn't make you yeah. a failure. And yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, okay. And yeah. it kind of helped me to see things of going, okay, Lord, like what does this look like with you and me on a daily basis? And I don't have to compare that to anybody else, to what anybody else is doing on Instagram, mm-hmm. what my friends are doing, what my mom did. Because even like my mom and grandmother were both women who have read the, the one-year Bible mm-hmm. forever and yeah. they do it every year. Yeah. And there was part of me that felt like I had to do that you because do that's it. what godly women yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> and I finally just had to go, you know what? My One of my favorite ways to study the Bible is just to take a book at a time that's and right. just spend time in it and go, yeah. okay, Lord, what are you saying here? What is your word? What does this mean? And to to do some homework, do some digging in and let, you know, let that be a way that I'm studying God's word. Because a friend um, said to me a long time ago, he was like, what, what would happen if you spent a year in one book of the Bible? And I was yeah. like, well, I'd know it pretty well. Yeah, yeah. He was like, well, what if you did that with another book of the Bible the next year? And I was like, I'd know that pretty well. He goes, if over 10 years you studied 10 books mm-hmm. of the Bible like that, mm-hmm. and he was like, how well would you know those 10 books? Because it feels like, oh, well, that's too much time in one yeah. book. you yeah. know. Yeah. But I think it's shifted my perspective to go, what's going to work for me? And, right. th- and seasons of my life, where I am right now with a toddler, mm-hmm. all of that, and just to be fle- like to be flexible and give myself grace, but also have accountability there. That's good. Uh, we challenge our women 20 minutes a day for the rest of your life. Mm. You know, we just ask them to start there. Yeah. Again, depending on what season, you may start with 10 minutes uh, if you have little ones around. But I'm I'm at a place now, mine are grown and gone, and I get to spend so much more time with the Lord than I did in that season of yeah. life. And I think you're right. It's just the com- the commitment to want to spend time with the Lord and it not to be some checklist. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that was helpful to me in cultivating God's Word in our life, I'll just give you a recent example. Like our pastor's in a sermon series right now called Deeper. We're in Second Peter. Mm-hmm. And the first week he started, you know, the message is what, 25, maybe 30 minutes. And he went through 11 verses. Well, those first 11 verses in Peter list seven things that God says, I'm giving you my divine nature mm-hmm. for you to grow these things. And the Bible says, in increasing measure. Mm. Second Peter says, supplement your faith with these seven things. And those seven things are um, of self-control, of knowledge, of godliness, of kindness, of love, perseverance. And so uh, that message was over. And I remember going to my car thinking, that was such a great message. Mm-hmm. But the next morning I got up and the Lord said, I want you to understand yeah. 
what those seven things look like Mm -hmm. in your life. And I took a little pause from where I was studying at the moment. And for about 10 days, the Lord called me to a deeper study. I defined every one of those terms. I looked at it at different translations. Mm -hmm. I asked the Lord for opportunities to put this into my life. Listen, girl, I've been so kind in traffic. I've been letting people (laughs) come in and out, Uh smiling and waving and and realizing it's not just a message we hear on Sunday. That's not going to cultivate growth in your life. You've got to then apply it into your life. What Mm -hmm. does this look like for me? Absolutely. And then what I have enjoyed is when you start that daily discipline, I have found it seems like every day the Lord kind of leaves me maybe a little bit on a cliffhanger or, mm-hmm. or a little bit on this spot because my, my time is up. I need to get to work. And so when I get up in the morning, now I have the feeling of I, I can't wait to get over yeah, there. To see what's next, Absolutely. to see what he has you know for me. He's got, and, and hey, there's not some big revelation every day, some earth shattering news right. flash from heaven. Mm-hmm. But there is comfort. Uh, there's challenge. There's correction. Mm-hmm. There's tender correction. Yeah. There is all of those things that the Lord offers if you just show up. I feel like sometimes half the battle is showing up. And I think, too, if you look back in the Old Testament and to the Israelites, who are just some of my favorite people to kind of poke fun at sometimes, because I'm like, what was wrong (laughs) with You were so clueless. Yes. Like, why did did you do that? That was so ridiculous. You know, but you look at the instructions that God gave them with the food that he provided Mm -hmm. for them, and he said, every day you've got to get up, get out of your Mm -hmm. tent, and go get your manna, because it's not going to last from day to day. Mm -hmm. And he was like, so don't try to hoard it. Don't try to mm-hmm. say, oh, I'm just going to go ahead and get everything that I right, need right. and then keep it for a while. We'll yeah. see how long this stash lasts because he said it would just rot and go yes. disgusting overnight. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and the same is true for us. And I think a lot of women, a lot of people mm-hmm. get hung up in something that they heard a month ago, right. six months ago. And even for those of you who, if you were at Cultivate, you know, maybe there was something that the Lord taught you. Don't get so hung up on that, that you're not then adding to That's what the good. Lord has built in. And, and I think we have to go, Lord, what is it today you have for That's me? Right. And even if it's, like you said, even if it's not earth shattering, it's going, but this is his word and it truly is living and active because the more that I read it, the more I'm in it, the more I see things that I'm like, where was that the last time I I read? I'm like, I know it was here, but but I didn't notice it the same way. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why it's good to reread and just to see Mm -hmm. what, see in the in the particular season where you are, what God wants to teach you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that. And especially if you begin to just get a notebook, you know, set up a time, set up a place. Sometimes if you get them, go, okay, where's my Bible? I was mm-hmm. in the car from Sunday, you know, oh, where, right. this pen won't write. <laughs> Listen, set a time, set a place mm-hmm. and make an appointment, get all the things that you need. And what I have found is that begins to be a place of drawing to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, things happen right now. My mother-in-law has been in the hospital for two weeks. So our schedule has changed. Our yeah. structure has changed. Unexpected things have come in, and I had to be off schedule just a little bit when I went to be with her. But when I walked back into my room where my little place is, mm-hmm. like, like make a place, make room. Yes. I shudder to think how many times the Lord has not worked in my life for the sheer fact there was no room. Right. I, I didn't give him space. I didn't mm-hmm. make room. Well, we made room. We've made room for a lot of things yes. in our life. Oh, you my know, goodness. That haven't existed. And so I can feel sometimes if that if I didn't get to it that morning or something happened, it was off schedule. I can just feel like his presence, like just kind of wooing me, like we'll get to this. Mm-hmm. We're going to get to this tomorrow. Even about Cultivate this morning, I wrote in my Bible study journal, 
Lord, I'm so excited about this weekend. I have such a great expectation. Mm-hmm. And I was getting ready to write this whole paragraph, you know, yeah. about the weekend. But before I could write another word, after I'm so excited, I'm so expectant, I felt in my heart the Lord say, me too. Mm. I'm so excited about yeah. this weekend. And I have a level of high expectation about what the women are going to do. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says, I think in Matthew, he couldn't do many mighty works there mm-hmm. because of their unbelief. Right. The opposite is also true. Yes. He could do many mighty works there if women gather together and will believe him. Mm-hmm. Any instruction or just helpful hints or maybe techniques as you look in God's word or maybe even where to start if someone is brand new to Bible study, maybe um, where should they start in Genesis or the Psalms or Proverbs? Any thoughts about that? You know, I think it's whatever. If something interests you, start yeah. there. I feel like you can't do it wrong. You no, know, it's not you like really... the Lord's going to go, you're in the wrong book. Of <laughs> right. the I, mean, I would not recommend Leviticus <laughs> yeah. to be number one. But other than that, I think you can start just about anywhere. You know, I, I very often recommend that women start in the Gospels. And, That's good, John. Um, and just to go, you know, whether it's the Gospel of John or any of the others, just to go, okay, Lord Jesus, show me who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, help me to better understand mm-hmm. who you are, what you did, why mm-hmm. you came, all of those things. Because I think that when you have a better understanding of, of who Jesus is, mm-hmm. it makes the rest of Scripture. Scripture come to life, mm-hmm, and you begin to mm-hmm, see things, mm-hmm. especially as you look in the Old Testament, that go, oh, this was this was setting us up for Jesus. Yeah, like you, you yeah. begin to put the pieces together, but having a better understanding of who He is changes things, and um, and take it even just like one little section That's at good. a time, like just and and if you have questions, write them down, down, but mm-hmm. don't go googling them right off right, <laughs> right. off the bat. You know, don't let that be your number one thing, but just to say, God, would you show me? Would you help me to understand as I continue to read this? Help me to understand what this means, or give mm-hmm. me somebody wise in my life who mm-hmm. can walk with me, who can help answer these questions. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think, like you said, twenty minutes a day. Mm-hmm. Like that Start is, there. there are a lot of things we do for more than 20 minutes a day, but what, how much could change if we said, okay, God, I'm going to, I'm going to give this to you. And even for some of you, if you don't love to read, turn it on in your car. That's like do, you, you can listen to the Bible online. You can mm-hmm. do it so many ways, but figure out what mm-hmm. works best mm-hmm. for you mm-hmm. and, um, and start there, but have some accountability. Like let there be somebody in your life that you, that maybe knows a little bit more is a little right. further ahead who can, um, who can just help you as you do it because they would love nothing more than to help you do that. Yeah. Uh, you have always been a big uh, proponent of women doing things together, doing life yes. together, mm-hmm. and studying God's Word together, coming through situations, navigating life together. Tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about that and your book, too. Yeah. Um, I really, I looking back on my life, it I have been profoundly impacted by the women who have invested in me wow. over the years. And I could sit here and list give you a laundry list of names. And it wasn't like one woman for a period of years. It was all of these different women that God has sprinkled throughout my life for different seasons, different reasons, who just said, come with me, come with me. And just would let me hop in the car with them and go to Sonic. And just, you know, like I, just to be a part of their lives that now that's something that I've tried to implement and just say, come on, like, let's go to dinner. Our, you know, our house is open to some of these single women that I've met at church and things like that. I'm like, I can't go places at night a ton anymore, but I'm like, but you can come over and hang out yeah. of the house. We're going to do you laundry. Know, yes. I'm like, come on over. We'll, we'll have Mexican food. Yeah. It'll be great. And, um, but just to say, let's get together wherever we are. It doesn't have to necessarily be every Thursday afternoon mm-hmm. at two o'clock at Panera mm-hmm. Bread or Starbucks or wherever. It's just like, how is God giving you opportunity to spend time with other women? And how can you make that a part of your regular rhythm? And for me as a teenager, there were so many women who just did that for me, made mm-hmm. themselves available that um, I worked in student ministry for a long time and loved working with teenage girls because they're so 
they're still so tender and impressionable, mm-hmm. even under the hard shell that they mm-hmm. may give off. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I'm a really big fan of middle schoolers because they're just fun. They, they don't scare care. Me to death. Oh, they scare me to death. <laughs> they're I, like toddlers scare me. Like a room full of toddlers <laughs> yeah. at church. Like, and right now we're serving in kids ministry on Sundays, and I'm like, Lord, help me. <laughs> I would much rather be with the middle schoolers. But, but of just going, okay, these teenagers are trying to figure out life. They're trying yeah. to figure out who they are, who they're becoming, what what all is happening. And I love the que- they ask the best mm-hmm. questions. Mm-hmm. And so, um, a few years ago, I was serving at Lifeway um, as the girls' ministry specialist, so I was overseeing everything we were doing for teenage girls, for the women who love them, for their moms, girls' ministry leaders, um, small group leaders, all of that kind of stuff. And um, and they said, we want you to write a book. And I was uh. like, okay, <laughs> all right, well, Lord, what do you want me to Lord. write about? And and I think discipleship has been such a common yes. theme in my life that I knew it was something I could take and say, hey, let's make let's not make this complicated. That's right. Because I think sometimes we get programs are great, you know, s- things that are structured are wonderful, but it doesn't everything doesn't always have to be mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. And I think um, the book is called Show Her the Way. It truly is just a guide to mm. discipling younger women in your life. There are some teen girl specific things in there, like some fun examples mm-hmm, and things mm-hmm. like that. But really, it's just to help to say, you know, we want you to come, like, how can you feel equipped to come alongside right. a younger woman and right. invest in her and just to take time? Because if you really boil it all down, it's not that hard. That's we just right. kind of make it too complicated we in do. our heads. And But if you are a Christ follower, you are called to be a disciple maker. It's and true. so we have got to to quit making excuses. Mm-hmm. And it's going to, again, it's going to look different in different right. seasons of life. But who is it that the Lord has put in your life? And That's it may true. be the person that you're going, oh, not her Lord. Who else? What? Have you put like any, anyone else? <laughs> you know, but maybe there is some reason why. And the Lord is saying, I'm readying you. And so many women that I've talked to have said, I mean, I was I haven't ever been discipled. And I'm like, mm-hmm. have you grown in Christ? Mm-hmm. Have has anybody ever encouraged you? Have you ever read a book that somebody taught you more about how to grow in Christ? Have you ever sat down over mm-hmm. coffee with a woman who has encouraged you? I'm like, you mm-hmm. have been discipled. And it may not have been a programmatic discipleship, but how can you do that for someone else? If you know Christ, you're walking with him, you can disciple That's someone. Right. And it really boils down to speaking truth in someone's life. Yes. I'm a product of that as well. My mm-hmm. mom died when I was twenty-three. Uh I kid people all the time and say, I come from a long line of wackadoos, you know. Mm. So, I mean, it wasn't, I didn't have a godly grandmother. My yeah. grandmother didn't step into my life or any aunts or anything. It was the women in the local church in yep. Shreveport, Louisiana mm-hmm. at the age of 23 when I was about to lose my mind that yeah. stepped into my life. And every time I tried to throw in the towel, they just threw it right back. Right. And they felt like, not on my watch, uh-huh. you don't. You're, we're going to learn how to walk with God. And I kid them to this very day and say, y'all are the women that insisted I learn how to walk with the Lord. I, love I mean, that. they would not take my excuses. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that you're hurting. I'm sorry that this happened to you. But here's what we're going to do. And I right. kept trying to make excuses in my life mm-hmm. of why I can't, why I don't understand. Right. And I'm, I'm a classic overthinker, so I always make things harder than they really are. <laughs> I did. I did that uh, early on about the study of God's word. I'm not doing this right. This is. It's stop making it harder than yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. Show up. Ask the Lord to speak to you. Yeah. And then speak that truth to someone else. Mm-hmm. Champion their faith. I'm oh, here yeah. today because other women have championed my faith. Yes. And we have a responsibility to do that. And we then sure do. I think the enemy got a lot of progress when. 
COVID happened, we all had to isolate yeah. and separate and get knocked down and push back. And and then coming back, I think, was a little harder, or at least for me and our women here, it felt like it was a little harder than we thought. Mm-hmm. It was a little slower than I thought. Yep. And so we've really been praying for that spiritual awakening, that comeback spirit, not mm-hmm. only physical comeback, but like a mental comeback and a spiritual comeback. Like, I want to do what God wants me to do. I want to make my life count. I want to accomplish this plan and purpose. Mm-hmm. And that involves one another. It does. That involves being real, being raw at times mm-hmm. with one another. And um I'm here today because somebody did that for me. I am too. Absolutely. Let's do that for others. Mm -hmm. Well, as we always close our podcast, we have two questions. Our first question is this. Uh, Mary Margaret, what is something that you are learning? Ooh, that's a good question. Oh, what am I learning right now? I think I am learning, and I've heard so many people say this for so long, Uh that like there is no such thing as balance. (laughs) And that like... Every day I'm just going, Lord, what is, what is the obedience you've called me to today? today? And and just really living in that and trusting that He is good and gracious and kind. And, you know, but just going, I if I try so hard because I tend to be a control freak mm-hmm. about things. And I'm like, Lord, I've got this. Don't worry. And He's like, and now we should <laughs> yeah, be concerned yeah. if you and feel I'm that confident. And I'm like, Lord, listen, I've got a great idea. Let uh-huh. me help you. i got a good yes. idea going. Same. And I've been that way since I was five. Me and too. just always had a better idea, a really good one. And I think I'm just learning to really in a new way, open up my hands and say, okay, yeah. Lord, I'm trusting you. And and I think um, for our family, part of that was um, the Lord called me to quit my job last yes, fall. That was a, and step out on faith. Yes. That was a huge <laughs> step of faith. And, and I, knew, I got to a point where I... I knew that to do anything other than that would be to to be disobedient. And I had to go, okay, Lord, like I'm going to trust you. And, um, you know, and my husband, you know, was right uh, there yeah. with me and just said, okay, like if this is what the Lord's telling us, then that's what we're going to do. And so it's just, I think, trusting him in a new way, in a new season um, and learning so that there's just, it's just one day at a time. I love that. And you mentioned earlier what I love you said about rhythm. Mm -hmm. You kind of found your rhythm, you know, your rhythm with Bible study, your rhythm with your relationship with the Lord, Mm -hmm. the changes that he was bringing about in your life. You found that rhythm and to be in that moment, to, 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 to get everything you can out of that season. Mm -hmm. And you're, you're going to learn as a young mom, girl, you're going to turn around. He's going to be six. He's Mm -hmm. going to kindergarten. Uh. He's going to middle school. (laughs) I cannot tell you how fast that goes. And so for, for you to be in the moment and loving that season at that time Mm -hmm. is great advice. Well, what are you loving? Ooh, I am loving. I And I just, I told you about this a few minutes yeah. ago. I just finished a Bible study with mm. a group of women. Um, I loved Experiencing God yeah. by Henry Blackaby. And it is a classic, an oldie, but a goodie that has just really challenged me in so many ways that I just cannot get it off of my head, mm-hmm. out of my head, out yeah. of my heart. And I find myself talking about what I learned so much. And yes. it's just, it was one of those things that really pushed me to go, where is God at work and how can I join him? How can I be a part of what he's doing so that I'm not missing where he wants me to be? That's and that good. my eyes are open, I'm responding, I'm being obedient. And like just that call on my life is the thing that I'm loving so much right now. Wow. And that is how you cultivate God's Word into your life. Absolutely. You're in experiencing God, and you've not just closed the workbook, put it on the shelf, yep. onto the next thing. Mm-hmm. You're now seeing and looking for ways. Throughout Scripture. Absolutely. And throughout every day to yeah. do that. I love That's what cultivating is all about. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've kind of picked up where we left off years ago. I'm yes. so happy to see you. Thanks for being with us uh, for Cultivate and doing a podcast with us. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Equip Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to be the first to know when a new episode drops. And follow us on social media to stay connected. We're at GABC underscore women. See you next time.